0: it is really funny as well i think this is and it's exactly for me it's exactly the sort of thing that makes me laugh
1: it was well bleak well (laughs) bleak
2: what did you expect them before you watched it
1: so hannah and our colleague mickey the way they were talking about was like a fucking Rama. Like, yeah. this is the funniest thing you'll ever see. But it is really funny. Oh, it is, it is really funny, but it didn't meet my expectations uh, in terms of the plot. And it is very funny, but it was really, really bleak. It's a six.
3: It's an O. It's episode 60.
2: Welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. And we're going to be talking about In Bruges with Hannah. Hi. And Jen. Hi. From Standard Podcast. Standard Issue. Standard Issue Podcast. <laughs> Remember that guys, Standard <laughs> Issue Podcast. And as always, it's Hello. Hello. As always, guys, we have all the show notes online at TV for all the episodes. So please come and visit us there. Of course, join us on Twitter at pod And please come to iTunes, rate us and subscribe.
3: Come find us on Twitter at FlixWatcher Pod. Visit the website flixwatcher.tv for full listings and don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us an awesome review. Hello and welcome to Flix Watcher podcast. Today we are joined by Hannah and Jen. If you would like to say hello and tell us a little bit more about your podcast, please.
0: Hi, I'm Hannah.
1: Hello, I'm Jen.
0: And we, I feel like we're doing like one of those weird answer phone messages where you (laughs) say a bit and I say a bit. We are from Standard Issue. Which is a podcast by women. Uh, the team is entirely female. We were started, we actually started as an online magazine, which is 2014. And uh, we were founded by the comedian Sarah Milliken. And we talk about all the things that women are interested in, which is
1: everything. Correct. Is that not, true? Yeah, not yeah. just lipsticks. Oh, honestly, no. yeah. In fact, not lipsticks, yeah. at all. No, it's never lipsticks. It's a whole new world actually. for you, Kobe. Yeah. yeah.
0: No fashion, no. No. Dieting. Well, oh, I mean,
1: well, not dieting, no. Occasionally we might no celeb- touch on fashion. But we don't we, celebrity not- gossip. No, we don't do that shit.
0: Um, <laughs> we talk about news and politics and sport yeah. and yeah. films and yeah.
2: all sorts. TV.
3: And I, I was listening this morning to the one about Returns, which I found very informative. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. happens oh. in Returns? Returning um, unwanted items to the shops and and things about your rights and what happens if you've got a bit of an ASOS
1: obsession and things like that. That means you've heard the story about the time I accidentally dyed my facial hair black. <laughs> that's a f- fun story to share with the world. <laughs>
0: uh, if that's going to get anyone to come in and listen to us, that's the story that will do
2: it. Is that one? Is that the one you lead out with?
1: Uh, yeah, that's it's uh, that story's on my Tinder
2: profile. And- <laughs> yeah. And you guys, you have a few different types of show formats, don't you?
0: We do. We do um, what is basically a magazine format. We are weekly. Three weeks out of the month, we have the some of the magazine format, which is us in a studio with guests and um, lots of people um, talking about either topical things or, you know, things that are funny. And then one month, we have a live recording of what we call an in-conversation event, which we have some pretty exciting women yeah.
1: At go on, Hannah. Who've we had? Who?
2: <sighs> we've had Jojo jo Moyes. Jojo jo Moyes.
1: Uh,
0: Don French. Kathy D-
2: Burke. DFW.
0: Yeah. Joe FW. DFW. Um, Sharon Horgan. Sharon. Oh. Uh, uh Jess Hines. Jessica Hines. Yep. Sandy Toxvig.
1: Yeah. Claudia Winkleman. Miranda Hart. Yeah. The list is not endless. It is endless. Oh, it's whatever. It goes yeah. on and on. It does. It go does go on, yeah. on and on. It yeah. on. Um, and we've got one next week, which we have Jennifer Saunders at. Oh.
0: It's
2: quite exciting Ooh. as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of time going, hello, <laughs> and then sort of hovering in the corner.
2: So as we record this, um, it's past Christmas, and one of the highlights of the Christmas viewing was French and Saunders. Um, I think it's like the best of, a lot of the yeah. best ofs they, they did. I forget how awesome yeah. the stuff that they did together really was.
0: There's, there's things that they've that, that I can't watch now without... <laughs> envisaging that like dangerous liaisons i can't Mm. watch without that thing where that just thinking of those two behind the fans just (laughs) whispering rubbish to each other um or aliens when (laughs) dawn french just says oh don't have to keep running down corridors
2: so we are talking about in bruges we are which you chose hannah i did choose so can you tell us why you chose it and what happens in the show well in the film
0: I chose it because I had recently been to the cinema to see Three Billboards outside Emming, Missouri, and it reminded me how much I like Martin McDonough's
2: stuff. So I, I sense thought, a few segues in this. In this, have you seen Three Billboards? I saw it
0: last
3: night in uh, preparation.
2: Have you seen Three Billboards? I have seen it. Yeah, there's going to be some segues in this episode, yeah, guys. There is. Strap in, okay.
3: Um, so, so we should probably say. There may be spoilers, so if you haven't and you're planning, then... Yeah.
2: Well, try not to spoil three bill- billboards. Oh, but, definitely. But in Bruges, can be spoiled. It will be spoiled.
0: It's on
3: Netflix, yeah. you know. In watch Bruges,
2: it. yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's 10 years old as well. Well, I think that. If you've got to the point where you haven't got round yeah. to watching it yet, then you can't complain about spoilers.
1: You say that. I hadn't watched it until yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's basically the story of two hitmen
0: who... Um, uh, something goes... Catastrophically wrong um, on a hit that they are on, and they are sent by their boss to the medieval city of Bruges to um, lay low. Fairy tale city, the fairy tale city. Yeah, apart what?
2: from that, built on the outside with the dual carriageway. <laughs> um, have you been to Bruges? Anyone? No. Keep no, keep them, them threatening to. As as a result of watching this film, we keep them yeah. thinking
3: to go and see the. Yeah,
2: Al-Cose. let's go to Bruges.
0: I I went with. Um, I had just been made redundant, and my dad. He's got, he had a sister who lived in America and she'd come over to visit him and she decided for no apparent reason that she wanted to go to Bruges. And uh, he was going with her and I was made redundant and I literally had nothing to do and I thought, oh, I'll, go, I'll go to Bruges. You know, they're already going, just get in the car. And um, it snowed the entire time I was there. And my aunt made me go to church with her. And it was Easter Sunday and I was in there for two and a half hours. And if you think two and a half hours in ch- church is bad when it's being conducted in Flemish and you don't understand a <laughs> single word of it. Um, yeah, that was quite, quite stressful. But yes, I have been to Bruges. It's quite pretty.
2: Okay. Was it pretty in the snow?
0: It was pretty in the snow. It was also
2: freezing in the snow. So you said something goes wrong. I think we yeah. can talk. Oh, about we can talk
0: about that. that. Yeah, yes. Um. Oh, the, the hitman played by... Um, I nearly said Colin Farrell uh, I nearly said Colin Firth for a moment which would be an entirely different film by Colin Farrell um shoots a priest played by Kieran Hines and it was
2: him that's one thing I was gonna ask yeah I
0: didn't check it and manages to shoot through him and hits a rather angelic looking boy who is praying and kill him at the same time um so he runs off to or they are sent to Bruges um and then you believe that they're been sent there to ha- to lay low but in fact their boss. Which is a rather tremendous performance by uh, by Ray Fiennes is actually planning to get the first hitman, which is Brendan Gleeson, to kill Colin Farrell because he believes that the death of a child means that the that the the person who killed him must also die, which is also central to the dénouement of the film itself. Awesome,
2: and you chose it because of uh, Martin McDonagh because you'd seen three billboards and thought, yeah, you I do to love carry.
0: that. I read because I, I and I also think that. Um, that Seven Psychopaths is a really underrated film. I, I think it's genuinely really, really funny. Mm. And I don't understand why most people haven't seen it. Um, And I did think about picking that. But In Bruges, I think is is it was the starting point, wasn't it?
2: For him, yeah. From, I, going from theatre to film, yeah.
0: W- well, you say that because it's interesting because I watched this film when it... I mean, it came out in 2008, I think I checked. And I got it from Blockbuster. Blockbuster Video was still a thing. Well, it was probably DVD at that point. And I hired it. And at the same time, I hired Hunger.
2: Right. And Steve McQueen. Steve
0: McQueen. Yeah. And when I He's watched... Had a fun weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but when I watched them both, I remember feeling like genuinely quite excited because they were both like... It was both of their first films mm. and they both were coming from somewhere outside of film, like Mark McDonough was coming from the theatre and uh, Steve McQueen was coming from the world of art. Mm. And it felt like they, they were bringing something new and interesting to, to film and I think that's probably actually been proven over the the past 10 years. That they know what
2: they're doing. That they know what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. still not seen Hunger. It's on my... It, it was on Netflix at least a couple of months ago. It's on my list, but I don't know when I want to watch that film.
0: Oh, I don't know if you ever really want to watch it. Yeah. To be honest, it is super bleak.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Save it for a time when you're feeling good about the world, maybe. Yeah. Or not, I don't know. Is it maybe... Because it will kill your buzz. <laughs>
2: Ellen.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting film. It's basically a film where not really much happens apart from a lot of killing. Um, I think when I first watched it, it, I think it took me maybe about two or three goes to kind of get through it. Mm. And then I thought, like, oh, I, I finally get it now. So I think especially with um, Three Billboards as well, it kind of maybe sets up certain expectations that are not necessarily followed and whether you're okay with that is sort of dependent on how you'll get on with this film
2: so what do you mean by expectations
3: well it doesn't really follow kind of conventional sort of plotting or filmmaking or any way it's just basically there's just a lot of people dying and swearing and um, it's, a, it's there very isn't really, much a character piece isn't it mm. there's no sort of journey of discovery um happy endings of sorts or sort of things that are tied up neatly Mm. or things happen that are ridiculous and absurd but they still kind of happen without logic there's some brilliantly bizarre moments in it as well but it's not conventional from colin farrell making this at this time this wasn't kind of a typical colin farrell film one of the rare occasions where he's actually really really good he kind of makes one of those it's, films it's like every five years do, or something. He does a really do comedy, good comedy,
0: And I was okay. really surprised by He's how not well more. he did comedy.
2: So where was Colin honest. Farrell out, at outside of this, outside of In Bruges? What kind of films was he doing? Well, this was, it was minority after, Report. after Minority
3: Report. So okay. he was kind of, um, you know, hot. hot. <laughs>
1: what, did, didn't you do that <laughs> one about Helen the phone booth? Yeah, so Phone Booth, yeah, Minority
3: Report. He was kind of like an action-y, heart type um and then like after this he did like swat miami daredevil. yeah daredevil just basic stinkers and terrible because he's shown how good he can be and then i think uh recently sort of the lobsters kind of turned it around a yeah, little bit.
2: Lanthimos. have you seen um killing of a sacred deer not yet no but he has that same kind mm. of
0: so he can act oh yeah, yeah. he can but just... it just, it is really funny as well. I think this is, and it's exactly, for me, it's exactly the sort of thing that makes me laugh um, because it's incredibly dark. And m- there's the brilliant scene in this to me is when, actually this film reminds me a bit of um, Rocky in the... you know, you watch Rocky the first time and then you watch it a second time and you forget that Mickey doesn't actually turn up till quite late in Rocky. Mm. And then you're just like, where's Mickey? When's he coming? And that's how I feel a bit. The first bit of this of In Bruges is okay, but it really hits its stride when Rafe Fiennes turns up and the scene when they're having that shootout. Um, well, they're not quite shooting out; they're having a negotiation about where they're going to have their shootout in the bed and breakfast. Yeah, and it's. Well, I mean,
2: this is so. This is Colin Farrell and, and Colin Farrell yeah.
0: and and he says, "Oh, okay, I'm going to jump out the window." And then you're going to run round. And he's like, oh, you better run out the window. I don't want to come and find you hiding in a fucking cupboard. And then he says, no, you go left at the bottom of the road. And he goes, I've only just fucking got here. And, it's, and that's what Martin McDonagh's done so brilliantly since in everything that he's done. That moment of tension completely destroyed by a really silly like negotiation in Seven Psychopaths. That's that great bit about Woody Harrelson not wanting his dog to be shot. I don't know if you guys have seen I've it. I've seen and it, but I can't remember. That, and l- he says, "Come again. on, Bonnie's not in the gang," and it's so <laughs> stupid. And also, I think in in uh, Three Billboards, it's when John Hawkes has got her by the neck, yeah. and then his girlfriend starts talking about a new yeah. dog in uh, about her new job in the uh, the pony riding center, <laughs> and it really just this moment of massive tension disbanded by this ridiculous conversation. So yeah, I think that's probably to me that the, the end bit when they when he he's chasing him down is absolutely hilarious. Jen.
1: Yeah, no, I watched it for the first time. Yesterday. Yesterday, in preparation for this, obviously. Thank um, you very much. It's you're welcome. I mean, it is rather the <laughs> point of me being here, so it's really the least I could do. Um <laughs> it, it was it was well bleak. Well bleak. Um it was, So
2: what did you expect then before before you watched it?
1: well the way so hannah and our colleague mickey the way they were talking about was like banter, fucking rama like huh. this is the funniest thing you'll ever see but it is really oh, it funny is, it is really funny but it is bearing i haven't seen seven psychopaths and i watched three billboards like a couple of weeks ago and that wasn't what i expected it to be it didn't meet my expectations uh in terms of the plot and um so i was sort of interested to see this because i'm seen any of his films until that one. Um and yeah, they'd sort of build it as this like hilarious thing. And it is very funny, but it was really, really bleak as well. It was yeah, it was good. It was just, it, as you said, it's like, you know, it, there is this horrible, horrible bleakness, but the the humour, which is very, very dark, does sort of punctuate it quite nicely. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm like I'm like yourself I think, Hannah, with the I'm an, I'm a seven psychopaths apologist. I enjoyed it when, I, at least the first time I watched it, but every time I speak to someone, they kind of say, no, nah, it's not as good.
3: Yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but that makes me think that maybe I should revisit it.
2: Well, it's still, to this day, people say it's not as good, but I, yeah. I remember laughing a lot. Yeah. Um, And maybe there's this kind of theme of not having a, a resolution that people seem to like from it. Um, I really like kind of character pieces where people are just, you could just get inside the person, and if yeah. it doesn't necessarily, necessarily kind of resolve in a, a nice little bow for me that's not really an issue um and this doesn't have a, a purpose and then three billboards, as you said, doesn't really have the well climax they almost that people they won.
0: almost all seem set up for a sequel of what happens next, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though they're not because you're right you, they well, all end one
1: doesn't because everyone's
0: dead I <laughs> oh, wonder well, no, because but you don't know if 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 Colin Farrell's dead, he gets loaded into the back of the ambulance and you have no you um, should
3: have at least a little bit of hope that maybe he survives
0: yeah
1: i'd like to think so (laughs) it'd be nice wouldn't it It'd be a nice touch i mean apart from him being a killer and all that you have a degree of sympathy for him don't you yeah that's the other thing i suppose they're very like they're very human characters they're they're hitmen so not really i guess i don't know that many hitmen myself you know you do have quite a lot of sympathy for colin farrell's character yeah despite the fact that he's just killed an angelic looking child by accident but yeah
2: one thing i really loved in this film is the kind of minutiae of going through bruges and it's almost like a, it is desperately like desperately like a, a father and son yeah. saying, <laughs> let's go and look at the museums yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. my like,
3: turn
0: to choose what we're doing today
3: yeah
2: exactly yeah that negotiation yeah. i, I that literally kind of have
0: done that yeah And my dad uses the c word almost as much as (laughs) as Ray Fine does. So yeah, it was. I I felt like I'd lived it a little bit. Yeah, Um, we didn't kill anyone though. That's good. Yeah, it's good to to know. To be fair. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it's it's it is kind of it it does feel theatrical because there's a lot of two-handers. It's not just Mm. two blokes having a chat. Um, and if you like that sort of thing, then it's for you. And if you don't, then it's not. But it is one of those things that's quite difficult to um. To try and say if you have to someone who hasn't watched it, mm. yeah, yeah, it's bleak, but it's hilarious at the same time.
1: I like the bit where they get the um, the note. Where's they get the note? Yeah, <laughs> it's written on it. I'm not the receptionist. Yeah.
0: I am the co-owner with my <laughs> husband.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a few funny notes, isn't there? With, with Ray Fines' first note saying you're supposed to be fucking in. Where the fuck are you? Yeah. So you have to be doing.
3: We've not even touched on dwarfs or midgets. Mm. Yeah. Which a, is I mean, a, a, a two monkey hookers and a racist and a racist dwarf. dwarf.
2: Yeah. I, I kept saying that earlier today when we were uh, <laughs> recording. But yeah, the language is sublime and how he, yeah. how he puts it together because it doesn't even feel like swearing. It feels like poetry almost how he puts it all together. Yeah, um, even the things that aren't as poetic in the delivery, like him having to go at the um, the American tourist who wants to go up to the tower. Yeah, um, are still kind of very very pointed. And very, very well thought. out. I think you can kind of see the theatrical yeah. background in his writing. It does have that
0: great. It has that great callback joke, doesn't it? With the the guy that's uh, that won't let that won't let them in. Yeah. And Ray finds beats up, and he said, "No, it's because someone had a heart attack yesterday," <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is a really great callback joke. But um, it's interesting because it's I I have this thing with violence in films in that I actually don't object to violence, but provided that violence is a thing that's actually shown. Properly. In the way that violence actually is, yeah. so it's bloody, it's horrible, it's it's so you 12, get punched in so the face. So twelve faces.
2: A's are not your you don't like things like the Hunger Games where they they're shooting people with bows and arrows, but there's no blood splatter. No,
0: it's it. like the A Team, isn't it? Yeah. It's like they fire a, a a machine gun off and no one gets hit. Yeah. Um, that sort of violence, I, I can't be doing with. Um, so I suppose it, this does succeed in that when <laughs> things happen, it is nasty, it's brutal, it's unpleasant. Yeah, people people don't
2: get shot and then get up. 20 seconds later, or and just
3: shake it off from
0: yeah,
2: yeah. great heights and yeah.
3: retain all their limbs. We,
2: when I was pressing play on this film again, that was the scene I was thinking about most. Was the was <laughs> was Brendan Gleeson's character hitting hitting the? Yeah, I've I never seen that before. That. I've never seen that that kind of shot before in a film. Because I've seen many people falling off buildings and they yeah. land on the car and they're like, ugh. Uh, well, you see
3: de- de- that that parted.
2: Yeah, but the, again, but you just see it hitting. You don't see the blood splatter. You don't see the, the limbs kind of coming apart because that's mm. Martin Martin Sheen, isn't it?
3: Yeah, but then again, it's and then it's really disgusted and then it's really funny because obviously he tries to give him his gun. Yeah, <laughs> which is
1: obviously and fun
2: because like coming yeah, out of it. Oh, yeah. Then it's, it's like, like oh, I don't really think about that. And it's like I'm gonna die now. Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't want to watch that bit, so I was doing a bit of work How at the you know? same time. So I moved my word. <laughs> document in front of the screen and just listen to it until I thought it was safe to come back to. So what you, you saw the you again. saw
2: the impact and thought I don't want to see any more. of pre warned me. Okay, because
1: uh, she knew it was not the kind of thing I was going to enjoy. So I knew it was coming and I was a bit like, I'm not going to watch this. There we go. Um, yeah, that's it's a bit a bit too. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I mean, we uh, as violence goes, I mean, it's not stylized in that sense, is it? It's just. Like I can't bear stuff. I can't, cannot bear Quentin Tarantino stuff that just sort of glorifies and glamorizes violence. I'm, I'm all for someone getting punched in the face and seeing their nose do that because the Sam Peckinpah school of violence. I think <laughs> it's <laughs> well, old school.
1: I kind of yeah. I'm really really squeamish. I can't watch itchy and scratchy on the Simpsons. Really, <laughs> like, it's it really, is brutal really stuff, really isn't it? Yeah. I've not seen the Simpsons real, for a while. Then. Yeah. I mean, it's also a it's a cartoon and there's never any... I don't think there's ever any blood or anything like that. But, yeah, I just like the thought of it. Just, I don't like it. So, yeah, so Hannah knew it wasn't, wasn't going to be... Your bag. You how know. did
2: you pre-warn her? Did you say when the point where he stands on... I t- rang her up and said, when, when he
0: starts it? dropping the pennies, yeah. <laughs> skip forward by about five minutes, he dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's a note to anyone else here. If you haven't seen it... When he starts dropping the pennies yeah. into the fog. Move
1: your Word document over the screen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, should we do go into the scores?
3: Yeah, let's do some scoring. So this is the spreadsheet of dreams. Ooh. So first up is the recommendability score. So all the scores are out of five. Um, okay. So um, yeah, how likely are you to recommend this? And we'll start with you, Hannah, because this is your choice.
0: I would, I would say, a four out of five. I would possibly, you know, some people like romantic comedies, so perhaps I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it to them. Um,
2: I like romance. Like oh, rom- there is well. a
0: romance and it is yeah, a comedy, is so yeah, um, just not quite in that order.
2: That might be part of his category choices on Netflix. Romantic comedy. Rom-coms, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, it's got Colin Farrell in it, so it could be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what
0: sometimes? What Netflix suggests to you that you watch because you watch something else isn't Netflix has insane. got some very
1: strange ideas. About <laughs>
0: really that. has, absolutely insane. Very
1: strange. Well, our,
3: our recommendations are just—it must be like who is this person yeah. watching?
1: Yeah, you've what got no the idea. hell? Yeah,
2: um, Jen. And oh. by the way, you can use decimal places if you want to.
1: Ooh, Ooh. Fancy.
2: Must um, the, the Helen's chagrin?
1: I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say three. Because Hannah said four and she really loves it. So I'm gonna say three. Yeah. That's what's fine. <laughs> okay. Sticking so with it. I'm
3: gonna go four. Um I do think it's great, but there are definitely people out there who will not enjoy this either for the violence, death, language, or will just not get it and yeah. it'll make them angry and they'll be like, Why why am I watching this doesn't work it doesn't happen it's not a film things that i want to happen don't happen so those you're, people i
2: think you're the first person i've heard that say that that you don't like the way it resolves itself but one thing i want to ask you though is and um, no, why no,
3: that's not me all
2: oh, right but you said that i thought you said that earlier that you weren't you weren't no,
3: there's people out there who don't, don't like that. that that does that i like it because it doesn't do that
2: oh, okay um but you said that you had to have two or three attempts yeah. to watch it so what happened Those first two times?
3: I think I fell asleep.
2: Okay. So do you think you have to be in the right frame of mind? I think so, yeah.
3: Not sleepy. Be a good start.
2: Because it took me, I think it took me two attempts to watch it. Even though I was enjoying it the first time, but I was just kind of thinking it's meandering a bit and Colin Farrell was kind of lower on my radar of people to be interested in. I didn't know who Brendan Gleeson was at this point. I was kind of enjoying it, but wasn't like kind of switched in. But then I think, like you say, Hannah, at some point it just... Clicked in, it amps um, up, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think for me, it's before it's before um Ray fines comes into it, but I did start enjoying it. I think
3: maybe that's when I he needed to come in a bit sooner for me to wake me up
2: to wake you up from I've it. Got
1: to be honest, I did sort of nod off a couple of times. While I was it, watching It's quite it. dreamlike we'll in places, yeah. The isn't engagement I? score, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay,
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I so thought you...
0: that was our chances of getting engaged.
2: <laughs> uh, so four for you, say, yeah. I'm going to go three point eight I reckon. I think it's that's very specific. It's not that I, there's been more specificity in this in this here podcast. okay. People have used pie.
1: Oof, wow. I don't even know what that means, really, if I'm honest. I, th- I think if we keep quiet, we get pie. okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> Repeat viewing score, Hannah.
0: Uh, that means how likely am I to watch it again?
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess five would be the film you you could watch a drop of a hat every uh, single okay, time. Okay, so
0: five is Trading Places. Oh, nice. Or Con Air. Right, okay. yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> choice, I would say... Kindergarten
1: cop. <laughs> uh, I would say um a, a three. So you're,
0: you're the only
3: person who's only seen it the once, aren't you? Well,
1: so I feel like maybe higher than that because I feel like my recommendability is three, but it could be a four if I watched it, like, again... Because this seems to be the theme here. So I would
3: think if I think if you kind of enjoyed it and you were like, I yeah, kind of see where it's going. Definitely watch it again because it does. It is a little bit more rewarding when you kind of know what's coming up. So mm. you're not so mm. much like, oh, someone's died, and oh, oh, they're all dying. You kind of <laughs> yeah. that's less of a shock thing, and you you kind of get the the the, the humor a little bit more and the the references
1: shine through so does that mean ooh, what does that so this is how likely I am to watch it again
2: yeah all right well, and I'm, how often you'd like to watch it again how if you, often I'm likely to watch okay, it okay so wow. for you you said kindergarten cop how often oh, how, yeah. how many times have you seen it and would you
1: how many times have I seen kindergarten cop like I literally couldn't tell you I'd have no idea I think it's my second favourite film of
2: all time this begs the question <laughs> yeah it really one? does <laughs>
1: Bugsy Malone oh obviously we could have been, well, not been here. exactly it's a cheap. have
2: you seen um, any of the Black Mirror recently yes
1: no are, are there Bugsy Malone references in it yes in one episode there is oh. well I might watch it now
2: an episode called Crocodile but I, I love Bugsy Malone yeah but of, that is also bleak, bleak. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh. well if it's going to ruin Bugsy Malone for me um repeat viewing I uh, have Th- three maybe <laughs> three I'll watch it again but I'm probably not going to watch it like as much as I would watch Kindergarten Cop if given the chance <laughs> Helen
3: I'm also going to go for a three I've seen it quite a few times now maybe four five okay so that's that's quite a lot Um I mean I, I will watch it again but not immediately but I'm more inclined to maybe revisit seven
2: psychopaths I think yeah I think I want to get hit that first i think so i might go for two and a half here really enjoyed it and i think what him and his brother do are really cool films his brother did um the guard and Cavalry, yeah
3: Cavalry, yeah, Yeah. Cavalry. that's a really good film yeah exactly
2: so those two guys together also bleak (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking horrible actually isn't it yeah um but i like what those guys are doing anything that they, they do yeah um did you say you watched three billboards at london film festival
0: no, um, no, I watched it. You yeah, watched it in the cinema? Though. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. Um, at the um, at my local cinema, they had a preview showing of it. But no, I, I, uh, Jim was at the film festival, but I didn't think you could get a ticket I, for that.
1: Well, I, I, it was on the Sunday morning and I couldn't be asked to get up. Uh, so I didn't go to the press screening, no.
0: Okay, If you're listening, uh, London Film Festival, we
2: did appreciate that ticket. (laughs) It's lovely. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Saw
1: a lot of other films.
2: Small screen score. Helen, do you want to explain? For our dear listeners and for our guests.
3: So I kind of think, how well does this play in your home viewing sort of arena? And is it well suited for that? But then also take into consideration whether it would be best viewed in the cinema. So
0: uh, okay well I didn't I never saw it in the cinema the first time around so I only have the small screen and it is quite literally small screen I have a tiny tiny telly. Sometimes I spend ages like trying to get the HDMI thing into the back of my TV because that's just a pain in the neck. Why um, do you, why do
2: you disconnect it?
0: Um just leave it in. Yeah, that's a good question <laughs> and we'll get to that. Um yeah. Is it the cats? Uh, pro- probably the cats. cats um but um and then I think I don't know why I bothered, because actually my laptop screen isn't actually that much smaller than my television is. I think it works on a small screen yeah. for me. Because it is quite like I say, it's quite theatrical. It is quite small. Sure. Um and yeah, it's got pretty medieval city, but I actually live in a pretty medieval city, so I I, I get enough of that. Um Yeah, I'm a i I'm going with four again. All right.
1: Jen. I don't know. I d I didn't really feel like anything was lost watching it on my I can see like what you're saying It's like quite pretty, but then also you'd have to watch all of the really gory bits. Yeah. <laughs> on a larger scale. <laughs> so it's, you know, and you couldn't move word over the horrible bits if you didn't want to watch them. So yeah, four, why not?
3: I'm also going to go for a four, um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen this, or if you've seen it a very long time ago, then it's on Netflix, so you should definitely revisit it. Although I did really enjoy listening to people coming out of three billboards <laughs> and uh, how they felt and oh, how really? cheated they were, and how really? Yeah, really, yeah, they're like, "Oh, I really didn't think it was going to end that way." You know, it really no, they were wrong. It it must it must have been him. It, you know, I really didn't think that. It was the right way to end the film. And other people were like, oh, Is this winning the awards? And
2: which cinema were you watching this? The
3: Picture House in Clapham. No Picture House on should Sunday. have
2: people like that. No. Know. But it was yeah. really
3: funny because obviously they'd been sold this movie on the great reviews and the yeah, awards yeah. and everything and were really just like, and they were like, Excited it, to what? watch this best film. They kind of like thinking, Oh, you know, it, people were laughing. It wasn't funny. It had murder and things in it. It really absolutely um,
2: hilarious. In place. Yeah. No. I, so I, oh, it definitely is. I,
1: I saw it at the Hackney Picture House, and those pricks were all over it. They loved it. There was someone like. <laughs> <laughs> we're fan of the Hackney Picture like, House. Uh, we're
2: there every month for the film quiz.
1: It
3: could have been the Silver Screen, though. There were a, a lot of
2: older pe- people. Yeah. Yeah. I won't. I don't think they'd get anything Martin McDonagh does.
1: Someone at the that's, Hackney Picture House.
2: That's quite ageist, isn't
1: it? Shouted out. She's a woman. <laughs> what? After she did something outrageous, but like in a really like yeah, all right, some dude just went, she's a woman and laughed like oh that's why it's funny because it was hilarious. Things so that people
0: say in um in cinemas. I I went to see um I was in a pic, one, a picture house one actually in Nottingham, and we went to see Sideways. Yeah, um which is a a bit of a a marmite of a film. I like it. And uh, someone behind us, just ha- uh, as it ended, went, can't believe none of them got arrested for drink driving. <laughs> 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 okay, it's an interesting thing to take away from that film, but okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I often think that in American TV shows, that they go to bars, they'll have at least three or four cocktails, yeah. Yeah. take them safely over the limit, and then just drive home, and no one seems to be batting on it. I saw um, a show. Well,
3: we've been watching The Wire. I was going to say, lot. but I mean, notice yeah. yeah, a yeah, big not of that.
2: True that we all watch the wire on this tape we're going to talk about the wire after this uh, mm. podcast record finishes a uh, small screen score i don't think it made the most of bruges in the cinematography um i thought it looked quite pretty it's but it's not was...
3: really a tourism no effort, but that's, that's
2: what i mean so i don't think it needed to be i don't think it needs to be on the small on the large screen to make the most of this film um that said i still do want to visit bruges mainly off the back of this film Go figure. I'm gonna give it four. Join the four band. Yeah. Um, engagement score. How engaged were you during this film? Were you checking Netflix to, sorry, like no, Wikipedia to do stuff? Were you checking your Twitter accounts? Were
0: no, you... I was pretty engaged. Um, yep. I was, I was, I was making notes, and I am a really, really bad note taker. I generally, <laughs> I'm quite notorious for this. I generally look, and I've written my own name or stuff on the list. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yes, I I was I was pretty engaged. I do a thing on our podcast where I have to watch a Disney film every week, and I sometimes manage to like completely empty out my wardrobe while watching that in levels of engagement. So or have a full conversation with my mum on the phone. So yeah, I would say I was engaged. That would be a five from me.
1: I had a couple of naps, so um...
2: <laughs> it's very tired though. Um... Either side of the naps, were you engaged or were you kind of floating in and out?
1: I was very tired. Um, (laughs) So it's hard to tell. Um, I mean, it's not a great, you know, if I fell asleep like twice, it's probably, should we say 2.5? Does that seem fair? I guess so. You've made good use of a
0: percentage, Jen, and I'm pleased with that. Yeah, I felt like... I felt like we haven't taken advantage of the percentage potential enough.
3: Yeah. See, this is tricky because I've gone through all of the stages of engagement with this film from right. zero to three to five.
2: So you're taking into account all your previous viewing all experiences? All of the watches, yeah. So sure.
3: it's it's hard for me to, because I wasn't particularly engaged this time round, only in the bits that I really enjoyed or the bits that I couldn't remember. And then in the bits where I was like, yeah, I know what's coming up next. I wasn't 100% engaged. I was Just in the IMDb spiral. Yeah. Um,
1: can happen. Uh, how does that? How does
3: that work? Uh, I gave three
2: point five. Yeah, all right. Um, I liked this time round. Is this is only my second time watching it, and I, I think I was like yourself, kind of waiting for the the corpse to hit the the street, kind of thing, and waiting. I'd forgotten that what happens with the dwarf. I forgot that yeah. that was quite that was a really nice touch to watch it the second time. <laughs> Um, and I forgot things like when they meet Yuri and him just being this random hey, yeah, um, Russian guy. Yeah. like the alcoves. <laughs> is, that, is that how you say it? Alcoves? Yes, alcoves. <laughs> or nooks and crannies. Yes.
3: And his place is just mental.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I forgot the things with the, with the uh, faked uh, robbery with yep. the girl that he goes out with on a date and stuff like that. So I've completely forgotten a lot of it. Um, so that kept, him, kept him bringing me back to the film, I think. So I'm going to go for a four. And that gives us a overall score of 3.58. So it's
3: just shy of a four. I'm a bit surprised. I thought it might have come out a little bit higher. A bit higher.
2: I think that's yeah. my fault. Don't. It's not a fault thing. It's, it's, no just, fault. it's just how it works.
1: I feel like I have it's to how it watch works it again. <laughs> I feel like I if you, from where, what everyone said, I feel like a second viewing would be recommended. I feel a bit like you're not in the club a little
3: bit. Yeah. A second
0: viewing is almost always recommended with most things. I think if you... If, if, you, if, you if something's up, worth watching... If something's not worth watching twice, it's not really worth watching once,
2: to be okay. honest. I think if you fell asleep a couple of times, you weren't in the best frame of mind to give it the... the As someone who's
3: yeah. fallen asleep in it, I recommend
0: give it a go. Staying awake. <laughs> yeah. Another go. <laughs> I'll a see l- what I can do. Yeah.
3: I'll, I'll probably the give it a few months.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know. Send us a little message.
3: Shall we uh, see what the twist sphere has to say?
2: Yes. So, not many people have seen this film. Uh, we've what? only had one response.
0: What? That is literally that shrugging Colin Farrell is what that deserves. Oh, that's two. That was two. Um, oh, it's two. That's John.
2: Oh, someone just replied. Someone literally just sent a message in 17 minutes ago. So, thank you very much. There was only one message before. Um, Hannah, do you want to read the top one from.
0: Uh, that? It says four, from John. Yep. Yeah, four stars, the bar scene. In particular, the punchline of Brendan Gleeson's face, which we actually have a nice gif of, (laughs) is one of my favourites in any film, but not enough to give it five
1: stars. That's
0: from
2: John Lunny, friend of the show. Hi, John. Uh, Jen, do you want to take the last one?
1: Sure, why not? It's uh, from What Were They Thinking, which is at WWTT Podcast, and they say, four stars from what I remember. (laughs) That seems weird, doesn't it? Four stars from what I remember. (laughs) <laughs> this movie is terrific it's been a while though <laughs> I,
3: th- I think there's more people who've seen it but maybe it's a Monday and they've not checked their Twitter enough and
2: well we'll see I mean I don't, I don't think it was ever well, that big well a...
0: hope we're bringing in yeah, exactly. Bruce then. I don't
2: Please. think it was ever that big a hit and uh, but I think 3.6 3. is a fair kind of rating based on what other people said 3.64 um, I did think it was going to be a bit higher but sellaby—that's how the mm. scoring system goes, guys. Do you want to sign off and tell people where we can find you on Twitter and on the yeah. internet? Yeah, I was just gonna say and... I
0: can't believe we got all the way through this without using the c word. But um, what? you <laughs> did say, you did say the c yeah. word. Yeah, twice did. though. Sorry, what were we saying? Oh, are we saying, are we, are we saying we're who are you, us? Hannah? And I what am. You I do? am Hannah. I am one of. A th- I am a third of the standard mm-hmm. issue team. You can find us on Twitter at at Standard Issue UK
1: or me at at that Dunleavy. And I am also a third of the Standard Issue podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at inspiregen. Awesome.
2: Um, where can we find your podcast?
1: You can
0: find us on iTunes and ACast and other places other that apps. I don't know what they are, but they
2: sure. Most exist.
3: of the apps, I believe. Awesome. Thanks
1: very
0: much for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks
2: for having us. Bye. Bye. Cheers, guys. You were just listening to the latest episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. Thank you to Brendan Russell for his sublime editing skills. Mighty people for the tunes you can hear right now. Please do come to iTunes and find us. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. Find us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod on our website, flixwatcher.tv.